There you go. Will I? Oh. Hello, everyone. <laughs> good, Hello. good afternoon to those of you joining us from India. Good morning to those of you who are joining us from the UK. We have Mel Cyril with us again. And like last time, introduce yourself, Mel. Would you? Okay. Um, I am an independent researcher and author. I also train people um, in the subject of baby wearing and in arms carrying. Um, and I do public, well, I used to do public speaking, but yeah, Rona and all that. Now you're doing Zoom speaking instead of public speaking. Yeah. <laughs> So how has lockdown been for you guys, the second one? India's lucky we are not in lockdown yet, but. Um, to be honest, in terms of, um, you know, society or whatever and the restrictions, it's, it's a lot different from the first time and um, nothing much has really changed, just like um, non-essential shops have closed um but no there's no um i haven't had any issues with travel uh with crossing counties to pick up the kids and drop them off and stuff like that no issues whatsoever it's just i think it's more the mental strain for everybody second time around mm. even though we yeah. it doesn't feel much more restricted it's just that whole like oh here we go again and here we go again. Yeah, it's it's yeah. in the panel in the thing. Anyway, it's in the chat so, thing. Yeah, yeah, it's in the yeah. So the topic that we're going to discuss today is writing books. Okay, mm -hmm. and uh, writing books is like such a big, 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 big topic that uh, one life could technically not cover it because depending no. on what kind <laughs> of book you are writing, the entire process changes. The only yep. thing that remains constant is notebooks, pen, or uh, whatever software you are using to write Google document or Word document, and whatever software you are using in the end to compile the document. That's the only mm. common theme in writing books. Otherwise, depending on what genre of book you pick, the entire process is different. So would you yeah. like to tell us what kind of books you write? Because you write all sorts of things. So let okay. us know. Please. Yeah, so um, 2017 and 2018, I published books to do with the subject of carrying babies and children in arms. Uh, the first one was an introduction to the subject and the second delved into a lot of the science uh, behind it. And then, um, it's not a book, but I co-authored uh, a review article which got published during lockdown so woohoo that was uh, 18 months in the making that one I think it was um, 
so yeah that that had been my focus my writing focus for a good chunk of time um but as you know during lockdown um yeah i've been sort of dabbling with the um fiction side of things which i haven't done since i was a kid so yeah um and i always used to love writing stories and have very active imagination um so yeah i've i mean i i'd when was it i think when when we talked on the live whenever that was a while ago um i was already that wasn't that during september might have been um so yeah i was sort of dabbling then and then um towards the end of september i just lost all my creativity it felt like um and didn't really write much between the end of september and this month to be honest um and then I got a writing prompt and it just it's turned into a book and as you know I've I'm at it every day <laughs> of course we have mm -hmm. to be right because uh, if we procrastinate on writing books you can forget about ever completing the book because uh, yeah. we will find so many excuses to not sit and compile every thought that is kind of noodling in our head uh, yeah so, yeah you just have to sit I, and get it get done with it yeah i think i think my process is a little bit different when it comes to writing okay. because um when it when i wrote the non-fiction books i'd be very much right sit down you need to write you need to write at least this much blah 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 whatever and you know working out when i want to release it okay that means i need to do at least x amount of words per day and stuff and it just became a stress and the more i pushed myself to do it the um the less i could write it was just you know the psychological pressure and stuff so um with writing this year um i've i've sort of found a way that seems to be working okay for me at the moment um and that's uh since i've gotten back in into the writing and i mentioned this on the last live um mm -hmm. is about writing should be easy and that's not minimizing the struggles that people have what i'm saying is that if if i can't write what i want to write on a specific day then i will try a different type of writing so um because the only way to write is to write isn't it so literally trying any kind of medium you know whether it's writing a poem or going on to another thing that i need to do journaling or um you know creating course content bits and stuff it's just like trying to keep the momentum going even if the focus isn't in the right place for me at that time but thankfully with this one it's just yeah every day i'm just like blah, 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 <laughs> through my fingers <laughs> of 
course, of course. I think you, uh, for that, it comes back to that whole passion argument, right? Like, uh, yes. you have had an extremely inspired idea. Mm. And, uh, yeah. You are being bombarded with exactly the so thought process. Yeah, rabbit stop holes. Yourself and, from writing. Yeah. <laughs> so when that happens, you know, when that happens, don't be like, don't be ultra sophisticated, and be like, I will mm. catalog and do this and do that. No, just go crazy. It just, just literally takes over me. Just, it's like I'm possessed, yeah, I so I don't have a chance mm. of being like. Eh. I'll do that later. It's just like when something comes to mind, I'm like, ah, type it out and work it out. Because a lot of this is um, like I've got the whole um, how it works sorted out. But the finer details of, of the, the types of stuff that I'm doing with this, it's all sort of um, developing along the way um you know the ideas and refining them and revisiting and thinking oh maybe i need to change that and i've already had to i was so proud of myself oh benati so proud of myself that i was able with this one to start from the very beginning which i never do so yeah start from the beginning and then when was it uh i think it was several days ago had a conversation with a friend and I was like, fuck. Oh, sorry. Yes. Um, <laughs> that yes. I need to, to go back to the beginning yes. and change a major thing about it all. And I'm like, oh, no, no, it was meant to be this way. But it's meant to be that way. That is the perfect thing. It, it all rests on this specific date kind of thing. So, yeah. The date, of course. Mm. OK, so there's a question here. Uh, mm -hmm. Do you think anybody can write a book? I mean, I honestly think anybody can write a book because uh, whether it's see, good or not is have, another thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, we we all have stories to tell. Okay, every mm -hmm. every human experience on this planet is unique. Even if an mm -hmm. even if it's an experience of someone who's living under like a dictatorial regime. Right? Certain mm. things about your life will be unique. Certain perspectives you have about life will be unique. And mm. if it's an idea, if it's a fictional idea you've had, that is definitely going to be unique. So if you have yeah. anything to say, I think you can write a book. Writing a book. Yeah, you yeah. just need Anybody a good editor like Bernati. That's right. <laughs> That's where that that's where uh, I was coming to. Like you can write. Oh, a book. sorry. That is the easy bit. But yeah. Editing a making book, it readable. That is, yeah. That is that is something that I think only people with experience in writing can do. So if you have some experience with writing in one particular language, uh, or if you have experience in whatever domain you have stuck to for a really really long time then I think you could write your own book from start to finish on your own. But if you are relatively new to writing in that language or you are relatively new to the domain in which you are writing the book, then it's best you write your book, then you hire someone to edit it. And uh, you can find editors very easily on LinkedIn, on Fiverr, on Upwork, lots of platforms. So 
to answer your question uh, sunil anybody can write a book however not anybody could edit a book <laughs> so uh, there you yeah. go i hope that answers your query yeah i i actually want to hire you to edit this book by the way yeah oh that's because um I, okay now yeah. see, this is it if we were normal uh, linkedin uh, posters tomorrow both of our posts would say i hired someone on a linkedin live and then <laughs> we'd be using that as some kind of a bait <laughs> click bait kind of yeah <laughs> but yeah <laughs> we we are definitely not going to do that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, editing editing is I think editing is something I'm learning. I'm I'm I, I'm not mm. good at it, but I'm learning because uh, you're better than me. Do you remember man. that? Do you remember that word document memo type thing? Yeah. <laughs> Where we just did those uh, bold italics, strike through the difference that made in that document. Yeah, yeah right so those types of uh, visual Tips edits tricks, is something yeah. i still yeah uh, in terms of yeah. uh, selecting fonts all of that yeah i'm still kind of I've working actually, on uh, improving that yeah I, I actually um i would have ended up stylizing um stuff at some point but because we had that conversation um in the beta read um chat thing about the you know when when you're having a conversation with a certain character or something um then it needs to stand out like italicized i think um yeah yeah and bold was so this is i think the conversation was i was like you have a demon and a normal human yeah how do you know that it's the demon speaking or the normal human speaking so the mm. demon is kind of italicized and the normal mm. human is kept as is. So that a reader, like assuming the reader is a first time reader, they have to be yeah. able to differentiate between, uh, you know, yeah. two people speaking. So yeah. that is uh, fonts. So I went, I went back over, um, like I was, I was looking at some specific conversations and I, I was mind blown yesterday couple of conversations mm -hmm. that I found that like from months and months ago that talk about stuff that's happening right now it's just nuts but yeah so um looking at some conversations and you know having them in um in the um in the book and straight away I was like right I need to italicize this so I was like yes I've done some editing as I'm writing. Awesome. <laughs> exactly. Progress. Instead of dumping it yeah. to the very end on the last, yeah. uh, like as the deadline looms and you're like, oh no, mm. I have to edit. Mm. You are editing. That is something that, that, that we, we really did learn, didn't we, over the editing of processes course. that we've done so far. Just like, yes. right, how many ways can we shortcut? Like, <laughs> not in a bad way, but, you know, make things easier for ourselves. Exactly. Major one. Yeah. Hi, Sakshi. So that uh, description that made you laugh is actually based on a very popular text, which is having fun isn't hard when you've got a library card. So it is, <laughs> it is something that already exists. I just did a little uh, word swap there. 
uh, but I'm glad it made you laugh. Thank you so much for joining us once again. Okay, so to continue on to writing books and such. So there is this amazing software, by the way. I have never told you about this software. Yet. This software is Ooh. called Vellum. V-E-L-L-U-M. It is unfortunately an, a Mac OS software only. Why are you telling me that? Oh, by the way, here's something amazing. You're doing a Miri. What the hell? Oh, by the way, I think she's saying about. Oh, yeah, popping on. So if you want to okay, send, send her the uh, link. Did you send her it, or did you send her the link, or do I have to? I can send it to her. I'll do it right okay. now. So I'll I'll talk about Vellum till then, so that uh, people can uh, you know learn something, get value yeah. out of a life. <laughs> okay, so Vellum is a software. It's at the end of a book. You write your book in Word document. Now, if you have ever got the privilege and the opportunity and the bad luck of having to print Word documents instead of PDF documents. You know that somehow in the printer's computer, the entire alignment shifts and whatever document you have created kind of looks very different when it gets printed. Now, imagine that happening to your books and not just one book, like one entire batch of books. That's a disaster, right? So at the end of your book, you have to package your book into paperback, hardcover or ebook format, right? So a software is like Vellum. Uh, you just have to export your Word document to it and then, then these softwares will kind of uh, completely uh, adjust your book to printable standards or to uh, ebook uh, publishable standards, right? So it saves you so much time instead of like going copy paste, check, 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 check everything, then uh, waiting for printing copies to come out, go like, hey, there's a mistake here, any second copy. And basically end up spending a lot of money, a lot of time. You can just get a software like Vellum and uh, get your book aligned properly. Uh, there's also this other software we talked about last time called Wirewriter, I think, right? So Wirewriter is- uh, Wirewriter, yeah. Wire I, oh, thank you for the reminder. I need to actually use that. Yeah. <laughs> so task for today. Uh, task for today. So as uh, Med on a while back, uh, with regards to how uh, start your book at the beginning, uh, let it go and end. See, it's not how everyone writes a book, right? Almost. And no. I talk about me. I'm a ghost writer, so mm. I don't write the like. I write the book, but the idea comes from someone else. Now yes. this someone else probably doesn't have a structure in their head, which is probably why they have had to hire a writer to write their book. So mm. what they'll do is uh, they'll keep sending me random ideas without a cue. Be like, oh, that thing I told you, add this to that, etc, etc. Mm. So it's all over the place. That's what I'm trying to convey. Yeah. Now, if you write like that, and many people do, because mm -hmm. not all of us are sequential in nature, right? We are random. Most of mm -hmm. us are random people, right? And you are writing a book and some experience happened to you which relates to your book, uh, which goes in the end and you're like, no, 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 I'm still in the middle, I can't write this. That's you losing inspiration. So if you mm -hmm. have those kind of problems, you could use softwares like Wirewriter, 
Wirewriter allows you to sort your entire book in chapters. Uh, and if you are nitpicky like me, you can further sort your chapters into scene, characters, scenario, references, all of it, right? So if you like lists, if you like uh, structure without actual structure of thought, you can use software like Wirewriter. Anyway, I'm done talking. Where's Miri? I don't know. She'll be here soon, I reckon. Um, yeah, so I, ju I just I just brought it up. I was like, yes, right, bring the program up so that, you know, when you come back into um, the laptop uh, after the live, you know, and start writing again, it's right there to remind you. Um, and literally the first step, and I've, I've got a block because it says, please enter the project title, and I don't actually have a title for this book yet. And I'm just like, yeah my brain just most, needs it to, to be most of my titles perfectly. are men. most of my titles are like this random oh. one yeah but but you know what you you have said something in the past that um that you have in your notebooks a whole bunch of oh, yeah. potential book titles for us so do you have yeah. any for me for this one, yeah. I mean, this discussion will have of the life okay. where uh, I can do spoilers as well because you know I would unconsciously and we don't want that before your book comes out. So uh, well, this, it's okay uh, to share share the concept of it because it's um it's pretty cool, isn't it? It is pretty cool. Yeah, hmm. it is pretty good. What could possibly be your book title? Hmm. Uh, peak in time? No. May, maybe I, I can, can I, maybe I can share the kind of description with the audience yeah, and see if ahead. they have any ideas. Yeah. Okay, so go ahead, go ahead. basically I was given a writing prompt um, to have my 2020 self at the end of December go back in time to 2019 me um, and basically give us uh, give me all of all of the information about what happened this year um, you know the pandemic um, all the major life events that have happened for me all the highs and all of the lows everything um, and then have my 2019 self, um, no, 2020 self, give 2019 self a cyanide pill and <clears throat> give me the option to go through it all over again um, or take the out. So, yeah, because my life has been pretty shitty this year. So it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's a good thingy and it's, it's such a good writing prompt that, yeah, it turns into, into not just a little short thingamajiggy um it's turned into a whole book because like i have these concepts about time travel and stuff and how that would work and yeah so it just really fleshed out into something really really fun because um yeah it's it's yeah oh there she is 
Hello everyone, how are you doing? Good. We're doing great. What about you? Why are you the bigger one? Why are you the bigger one? You are? You don't want to be the middle one. Oh, hang on. I hope I hope you can there you go. mute me. <laughs> you have to go sideways. Yeah, I, I... <laughs> <laughs> so hello. Uh, um, um, I hope you. Uh -huh. Go ahead. Don't know me. It's like Puff. Who? Mary has literally titled herself Miri Miza, and people would be like, "What? What does that mean?" Oh, I can't see her name. Oh, yeah, I see. Merely, Merely Miza. I'm legit hungover. Right, I'm I'm hungover, and I've got um Indy here with me who's my three-year-old and and this has flipped my video so I'm like hold on let me just try and <laughs> squish my hair up a little bit get some of that grease out of shot um and yeah I hope you can mute me can you mute okay cool Anyway. Yeah, we're just trying to come up with the title for my book, Mary. <laughs> and now she's laughing because we muted her. Like what? Oh, uh, yeah, uh, no, I didn't mean now. I just mean if he gets noisy. <laughs> okay. Let me speak. A title okay, for your yes, book now. Yeah, yeah. Is, are you trying to get a title for your book? Yes. I'm the bigger one again. Oh, yeah. Hmm. It's, it's got to be a hashtag, isn't it? <laughs> hashtag FMFL. Is... Yes, exactly. Hashtag That's what she said. <laughs> That's it. Dude, I'm literally... No, no. You need, to, you need to call it hashtag. That's what she said. Oh. Oh yeah, because that is what she said. Can, did you hear? I just had a Yeah. It is. Cause it's literally what she said to I me. I think my internet's is my internet shocking. <laughs> I might try and no, move. Move along the boat. Yeah. And that yeah, is your you know what? You know what? For sure. you know what though? Most of the editing process is going to be going through and removing. That's what she said. I'm, I'm moving. <laughs> Do you know what? It's, it's so some... funny. If you, if you, if any of you, yes. If any of you could listen into oh, any phone call that me and Miri have, then you would understand why, like writing conversations with her in the book. It's just, it, yeah 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 it doesn't work well for a book it works well in real life <laughs> which is why your book will have two versions one will be audiobook version which is where <laughs> yeah. you, you that's know, a good idea actually 
Yeah. And then the, there will be the second version where I will go through your book like a hacksaw. Be like. <laughs> yep. And kind of uh, kill everything that doesn't make sense, you know. And here yeah. is where uh, kill your darlings, you know. You have to kill your darlings. Words yeah. that mean a lot to you. Some very amazing mm -hmm. line that came to you and you try to make it fit. And then your book kind of looks um half as well so to speak yeah well i've i've got around some of some of the some of the editing <laughs> and um some of the conversational type stuff uh i found god fucking thing i found a there we go i found a way to um uh, a really fun Oh my God, the personal satisfaction at the idea that I had to um, get across some of the story. Oh, I just like pat myself on the back. <laughs> it's lovely having those writing moments, isn't it? Kind of boost you to keep moving on. Where did Mary go? Not going this way. Cause... I'm upside down because I can't yeah. deal with the weird angle. There we go. No, that's okay. I have literally stacked my phone on top of books because I'm like, I want I'm just holding them. Yeah. yeah. Because mm. it, it ends up hurting you and then after the whole thing is over, you're like, oh, my hands hurt. How do I type now? So it's like, you have yeah. to do T-Rex hands like that. Okay, she's back. Yay. Let me guess. We I'm have potato for it. net. Potato net. Oh! <laughs> I was waiting for her face to appear. To potato 2020. Did she hear it? Yeah. Potato gun 2020 to 2019. Something like that. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, we figured, we figured. It's your potato net. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, my potato net is really strong today. <laughs> That's a line, right? The potato in the net is stronger. <clears throat> my potato net, my potato. Hey, oh, <laughs> actual potato net in hey. action. Okay, Moving so, on. Uh, yeah. before, before we get distracted once again. Uh, yeah. Let us cue the audience in about what we want to help with, which is help us title a book for Mel. And uh, if she likes what you have to offer, she'll definitely put you in the acknowledgments, you know. So the main concept of her book is... Oh my God, uh, literally, they can actually be written into what? the book. I said that they what? can actually be written into the book, as in giving me the book I title I dear thing. Because 2020 hasn't played out yet. This is the whole thing. I've still got another like, roughly six weeks of uh, book content coming no. my way. <laughs> the Homer Simpson that... meme. This is the worst day of my life. Oh, so far. Oh, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So far. Yeah. So far. Exactly. Mm, so far. <laughs> exactly. 
yeah so basically the concept of mel's book is uh, you what could literally what more could happen <laughs> everything everything <laughs> we could have like a tanguska event happen like a big ass meteor come and go which <laughs> that, that that is still a possibility that put, so that yeah, put an end to the writing wouldn't it <laughs> yeah that's it that could be one of the plot lines in 2019 we had a gigantic asteroid that hit the earth and dinosaurs no 2020 <laughs> i might have to so, put that in there i might have to put that in there alternative ending you know uh, these days by the way there is this is or, a new trend that is in some way books. Which is uh, mm -hmm. you get to select your ending. So certain writers are mm -hmm. uh, giving interactive experience, uh, <laughs> uh, experiences in e-book uh, like And um, and this year is just it's just us in hell. Mm. This year, I, I yeah. have to say, it's just literally all of our own hells. Yeah. I have to yeah. mention one thing though before I forget. Oh my god, are you too too young? Here. Eh? What? I'm worried. Oh, I no, I need to say I need to say something. Me and Miri are writing a book together. We're writing a children's book aimed at adults. Yeah. Um all about llamas. Um yes. so do you want to do you want to um tell everybody about you know the the, the context of it mary because you explained it beautifully the other day when we were talking about I, it coming i'll up try but i have like drunk a lot of wine and like slept uh, since then so. <clears throat> <laughs> no not today <laughs> i mean yeah, since right. that conversation Coffee. Um, no. <laughs> No, so we were, me and Mel and a few other people as well, and <laughs> and you. Um, so this year has been filled, filled with llamas. And um, so we've always called them llamas. Yeah. Because of the gifts. Because, you know, of, do you remember that gift, you know, where the guy's trying to feed the llama? And it's like... Look. <laughs> like that um that is like the perfect gift yeah <laughs> um that is our llama and yeah and so so whenever we're talking we're always going on about llamas like literally mm. llamas and um and Chapter so mel come up with playing. the idea that you know we're we're actually you know Let's looking after these llamas um and shepherding the shepherding setting them on fire no 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 we're not going to do that <laughs> yeah but what um oh, i actually is um i was thinking it could be us two living on a boat full of llamas <gasps> yeah! so the llamas actually live on the boat with us oh, um but then one it. day they all have their own llamas on boats, by the way and so they run llamas. yeah because we're both we're both folk. Hashtag. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so and so the concept is is that we then 
Oh, look at all the gifts. I love it. Hello. Oh, some of these are my actual favorites. Yeah, this is the yeah, one. That's the that one that one. started it all, that one. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> like uh, and we have well. actually had a patch that we, we all need to get a llama tattoo as well. Are you in, Bernati? Yeah. Are you in? With regards to what? A llama tattoo. That's what she said. Uh, anyway, and then, llama. so I don't know if you can even hear me. <laughs> I can, I can. Yeah, we can. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So basically, the, the whole idea was um, to do with well, Miri came up with the mm -hmm. idea of um, each of the llamas are a different emotion um, that we deal with in life that end oh. up turning into dramas and stuff. Hello? So it's going to be. Hi, okay. we can hear you. Can't hear anything. Oh, potato. Nest. That needs, needs to be <laughs> in the next book. You're potato literally nest. interrupting. We my can hear you. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, anyway, quick before she comes back. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, the idea um, that she came up with was to um, to have each each llama is an emotion and to like tackle it and shepherd it back in by dealing with the emotion and confronting your llamas head on oh, basically have you have you watched have you watched pixar's inside out yes yeah wow i love it yeah. i love this idea i and i have now i'm i'm learning uh, adobe fresco and procreate and all these softwares so I'll try to do a graphic novel on this screen right as well. You what? Say that again. I, I'm learning graphic design uh, for ah. illustrations, right? So <gasps> yeah, certain times I think images convey things that uh, mm. words cannot. So you try to sh describe an anger llama and you draw an mm. anger llama. You know what I mean? And Do you know said, what? The last one will be the Dalai Lama. Yes. <laughs> the enlightened one. Don't give away the ending. Come on. Anyway, um, I was going to pitch to me. Oh, she's back on. Because I actually had yeah. an additional idea. We've said that it's us writing it. But Miri, I had an idea like literally the same day and I never spoke to you about it. That maybe our kids should lying, actually help way. write it. Yeah, I know. That if our kids help us write it, like from their perspective of the emotion, I think that could be mm. amazing. And then it's something that they've created as well. Published. Yeah, authors. that's a great idea. Yeah, because like yeah. their, their yeah, descriptions and stuff and how they experience emotions. It's, mm. um, yeah, different perspective. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, because we want to, we want to, like, let's just have a little line. chat about that later. Yeah, later. All right. Yeah. I don't know if we have enough Hello, telephone I'm conversations. <laughs> we are, we're literally, we're codependent on each other. We were having this talk yesterday about our codependency and, yeah. 
I was proud of myself. Like I, I put off calling you for a couple of we, hours. We're like, each other's yesterday. support dogs. Yeah. Emotional support dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think we lasted anyway. about three hours. We did really well. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to writing. Sorry, Bernati. We'll stop. Um, That's okay. Crashing. Sorry. <laughs> Trying him off of a and banana. The, the biggest advantage of not being influential is you can do whatever you want, and nobody cares. I think you are influential. <laughs> oh, Way oh, more than that. Don't say that. Don't curse me. <laughs> don't don't curse me. Me. Do not take my freedom away from me. I don't really want a banana right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> I knew it. The moment the word banana was. Banana, 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 banana. Aren't you proud of me, banana? Oh, yeah. Banana. Professional. Everybody wants a banana. It's too early in the morning. Okay. Anyway, another thing that we were going to discuss, weren't we? Sorry, I'm. I'm um, having banana. Are we going to yeah, do some llamas. little promo? Are we going to do what? Some promo for a friend what? of ours. Am I being asked the Did question you... or is Miri asked the question? No, no, I'm asking you, Bernati. Can you repeat what we the question then? Because I'm extremely so are, are, we going, are we going to do a bit of promo for a friend of ours? Yes. Yes, we are. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. So there is a book that is coming out that some of you are probably familiar with because you literally are characters in the book. So <laughs> if you who missed out on this amazing opportunity, uh, we have a LinkedIn uh, connect. Like, we have a LinkedIn person on LinkedIn, of course, named Jeff Walliner. Not J E F F G E O, like Geoff. Okay. So, so Jeff Walliner basically reached out to uh, LinkedIn connections, and he was like, "I will ask you questions. Send me answers. Based on those answers, I will turn you into characters of a book." And he has done that. And the book is going to come out soon. So, yeah, you can take it from there, Mel, because I will definitely do spoilers. <laughs> okay. So, um, so are, we, are we allowed to talk about, like, the context of it? That's what. I don't think we should. I'll have Jay oh, okay. once yeah. the book is yeah. prepared and uh, yeah. I'll title that live. But yeah, just, just letting uh, you know that place. there's a book, a really, really good book coming out mm -hmm. soon that I think will resonate with um, many, many people um, in this year. Um, yeah. And it's well, how did we describe it? It's I don't like the term self-help book, but um, it's an incredible tale that... Um, sneaky, it's a sneaky self-help book. Slither book, it's yeah. Very sneaky. yeah. It's yeah. a sneaky self-help book 
yeah. while reading it you will relate to some like because it is so human right because it is literally yeah. based on real people he found on linkedin yeah uh, used some of their experiences and you know created some fiction around it to weave these narratives and show 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 how do i say this show the ray of sunshine so to speak right which exists everywhere all you have to do is yeah. open the shades you know uh, in the morning or at night or whatever it is so it's 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 a wonderful book and uh, i will have uh, jeff come on and we will ask him questions yeah. when he does because right now i don't know what i can and what i can't say yeah Uh, but yeah, this is a great book that is coming out soon. Uh, yeah. Called uh, I think Leaving Twenty Twenty. So yeah. Yay! Something to look forward to before the <laughs> asteroid hits us. <laughs> the llama-shaped asteroid. <laughs> oh, that would be spectacular, wouldn't it? A llama drops from the sky. Just like literally. Yeah. I knew it. Wow. Such is life. It was llamas all along. <laughs> yeah. She went away again. Uh, anyway. Potato so, net. Yes. Her entire screen is blank in the broadcast screen. Anyway, uh, coming to yeah. writing about books. Uh, if there are any questions, guys, that you have about writing books, feel free to ask them. uh we'll try to answer to the best of my experience uh with regards to the same and the potato the net the potato net is back with a pause on it okay unpause if you are back mary um why don't you tell us about your book that you're exactly. writing exactly cuz mary is a writer as well yeah and she's frozen yeah. Come on. Yeah. Let the stars align so you can tell everybody about your book. Come on. But the internet is probably very good for the robot dancing, right? Very yeah. Good, uh... <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, fine. Go for it, Miri. We really wanted you to talk about your book though. So before you say goodbye to us, you know, could you just like tell us about your book as well? Okay. By the time she comes back, <laughs> there is a question, which is how and when did you start writing a book and why? So, would you like to address this, Mel, because you've written more books than me for yourself? Uh, oh my! <laughs> okay, okay. So, my first two books has a very actual, interesting story behind it. Um, so, I was trying to teach people. about the subject that is just didn't exist at the time basically and you know the people within my uh, professional community they were like eh this ain't a thing like you know you're making this up and I was like right a book a book always kind of you know it's something that everybody can read it's always out there and also it establishes you as someone who has written on the subject um So I did that but the timing of that was um was very specific and it was when I had um just launched a major course and I had hit overwhelm with that 
and it was my way of making sure I was doing something really productive but making me avoid having to interact with people um, so I could hold myself away and I did so for six months uh, with that book um, and it was grueling it was brutal but the satisfaction at the end of having that was brilliant um, and then the same time roughly the same time the following year I was like I need to write write another book about the subject people need to know more and as I was writing it I realized that I was doing the same thing trying to avoid human interaction and stuff and um, and it's it's basically to do with the whole autism and um, social anxieties and stuff and overwhelm. So a way of keeping my brain active when it was just basically. Um, but oh, like the, the, yeah, but this year um, it's just it's just having inspiration, just like little ideas. And I mean, as as you know, Benati, I've started several books this year which is not like me when it comes to writing I'm like write this one see it through to the end but there's just been so many ideas and just the more ideas that there are the harder it is to know where to start with them and I'm at the point now where um, I'm thinking about intermingling different book ideas just merging it into one book just so I can cover it but um, why 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 do i write these books um the the fiction ones um it's for fun it's literally oh it's to bring my ideas to life like i i have a vivid imagination and instead of just having things in bits and pieces i want to create stories you know it's it's enjoyable i love writing i'm passionate about writing and creating things so to have something um obviously this one is is semi-autobiographical um but it's also fictional too so um yeah it's just it's just neat the need the intrinsic need to create for me and i create best by writing at least oh. for now so yeah that's a good answer that's a good answer. <laughs> so now I'll answer this question uh, mm -hmm. with when did I start writing a book? Uh, personally, in books under my name, this year. Professionally, uh, it's been four years. I have written 27 books till date. And uh, that's the when and the counter. They're that's like to one per year. Awesome. If you averaged it out <laughs> of your life <laughs> of my life that's what Sorry. i'm thinking like Mel, skip yeah. math <laughs> yeah no no if i average my life that's one yeah. per year but again if, if somebody else gives you the idea and if it's a good idea you have a lot of research material available you mm. could like check or uh, you could get lost in the sea of ideas right mm. so that's the when part uh, for clients, I've been writing books for four years. For me personally, one year. Uh, how? Well, how is, uh, I like long form content. 
and uh, unfortunately i think because of attention spans and what not people are not consuming long form content online people still prefer to consume long form content in terms of books right whether it's an ebook or a physical book or whatever that's uh, mm. in the air but basically i love consuming and creating long form content and uh, finding clients for that is not that easy so what i did was instead of creating long form content i thought i can maybe create books instead because as i as i wrote a while back in the banner thingy books land credibility on you so if you are starting out in an industry that is already saturated with experts and you want to stand out and uh, you want to basically make your mark in the industry uh you need to book speaking gigs right you need to show up to places and to get invited to these places many have this caveat which is uh, you have to have something published so there are many people out there who want to have something published but they can't really find the time to write so i found mm. these people on different community forums and what not and i started ghost writing books so as i said done 27 of those to date and uh, the process is simple first of all you listen very carefully to what the person is saying and again that applies to writing your own book as well listen to your own voice listen to your own ideas listen to your own mm. thoughts and listen to what the writers closest to you your writing community tells you so to speak right because uh, they will see the flaws in your work and they will see that you're holding back or you're not being entirely honest with the way you compiled the work etc 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 so step one of how do you write a book is listen very carefully listen to your client to listen to yourself uh, then you go into research mode like then create a list then go into research mode don't go crazy with the tabs you know learn to uh, uh, kind of arrange your bookmarks properly or maintain a word document with uh, snippets and the link that you snipped the snippet from uh do all of that uh review all your research review all your notes and then you start writing it's she's it's so much more organized than me <laughs> i said she's so much more organized than me <laughs> that's because i'm not writing like, autobiographical stuff how are you going to research autobiographical stuff about our lives right no no, no 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 because there's like you know physics at play and um all these theories and stuff and i'm just like oh, like yeah. my processes i basically i wish that i could be like bernati <laughs> you don't want to be like me I, unless i don't see a list i get like oh my god mira kuch like i love a list i do love a list but um yeah i'm just i don't really follow through <laughs> but um So Shani no. has left us a lovely call. And by the way, I hope uh, I I I am probably going to mispronounce your name, Parthiban. Uh, but uh, I hope that answered your query. Uh, now we have Shanti telling us writing books needs a special mind frame to cut down all the noise around you. Exactly, Shanti. You need that. You need to 
be able to listen to yourself you know you need that uh, calm quiet passive state to exist in if you want to write a book uh, to focus and imagine and create and it's not easy hats off to all the authors or oh, you are an author as well so hats off to you as well yeah. uh, today i can do a hair bend off so there you go yeah <laughs> yeah this this kind of taps in for me to um the whole like if if you want to write a book or something you know you want to create something via writing um i said this last time it's been um briefly mentioned this time as well but i feel so 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 strongly that the best pieces of work come from a place of passion and that's how you get the book written as well why you follow it through to the end it's like yes i'm, I'm not saying that it's pointless to write stuff that um that you may never finish it's not pointless it's all writing it's all practice it's all everything but if you want to write something that you're going to actually see through to the end you have to be passionate about it otherwise even if you force yourself through to the very end um it's it, it's not going to be the final project the the you know the final what's the word the end product isn't going to be the um it's not going to stand out it's not going to be different to other people you know it's like you and this is what with all of my writing whether it's the autobiographical parts or the made up stuff all of it I really tap into my emotions and I always write from a place of feeling because if I don't then it, the difference in the quality of my writing yeah it's astronomical but, and, and that what also is, what is personal how you get the work down as well so like for example yesterday i was like getting um i was past seventeen thousand words and you know the entire document i didn't write that all in one day <laughs> um but i was like oh yes i'm so because you know my thing with numbers and stuff but i was like yes i'm really close to twenty thousand. yeah i'm gonna get i'm gonna hit that today and as soon as i put that into my mind rather than how I have been of just like yeah just write whatever whenever as it um, comes to mind as soon as I'd put my head in the number zone I couldn't write literally ended up having a block and I'm st still on the same number that um, that I was when that thought hit my head because it's like it's for some people that would be like a real motivation so you have to recognize what motivates you as well but for me it was just no i get such satisfaction from you know different numbers and glancing to the word count when i'm typing and seeing I number hate the word count because i look at <laughs> I the word it. count and i'm like i i look at a word count and i get an anxiety like I used to. What was the contract? And now I'm at thirty-three thousand. No, something like that. So I kick the word count off. I activated for the editing process. Before that, yeah. Just no. It just it helps before you go back into it. 
we Sorry. have uh, some uh, we have some uh, questions here which is okay. uh, he has uh, he has a plan to write a book for competitive exam uh, and uh, he has an offer from the publisher right so this is fantastic don't procrastinate on writing your book because getting offers from publishers is one of the most difficult tasks of getting a book published you already have one of the most difficult tasks done which is uh, having a publisher so don't procrastinate because publishers move on very quickly so start as you've mentioned you have already completed a good amount of research uh, for your book so that is fantastic now what you have to do is you have to start compiling the research and make it connect using this grammatical phenomenon referred to as transition verbs okay use transition words and kind of you know make things flow because competitive exams books i think the good ones uh need to explain content the the concepts to the students right so if we look at all the standard books that we see in india the language is very student friendly right so compile your research and make it flow using uh, appropriate vocabulary and transition words and uh, do you ever get lethargic about writing or continuing writing sometimes uh no i don't get lethargic about writing uh, at all because uh, writing is uh, my profession and my vocation so i really really like to write so i don't really get lethargic but there are moments when i slow down so what would take me half an hour would take me 2 hours to do so when when i realize that i'm getting slow or uh, i'm having to force myself to write what i will do is i will physically close my laptop get up and leave and do something for me that is either painting or gardening right so mm-hmm. i will remove myself from that space distract my brain a little bit and uh, then start doing it again and generally that seems to work for me and uh, i can go back to writing now so i hope these answered your questions and now back to what you were saying mel about the numbers identify your motivating or demotivating factors go ahead yes yeah <clears throat> so um and when that happened yesterday it took me back to my first and second books um and how that really put a spanner in the works for the time frame for it to be written in and stuff um and for me as well setting myself a time frame unless it's very very short it it it's no good because then i'm just like oh so you know i've got this long to do it and then i put it off if i'm like really trying to trying to get too rigid about the process you know um i really feel that a book is done when it's done and that taps into miri's book about um how long she's been writing her book and the realizations that she's had this year how she's like well maybe that was why because like i found my voice again and what it would have been isn't what it will be now and things like that but um i um yeah the feelings back from then i was like you can't force it at least for me i can't force it i need to write from 
a place of feeling, passion, and sensory experience as well for me to be able yeah. to really bring to bring to life my writing. So if I'm sat there going, right, okay, I'm I I haven't got anything to write at this very moment, but I need to get to twenty thousand words. What's the freaking point? Because literally, that's going to be like um, just over two thousand words of utter crap, probably. That I'm then just going to have to edit further down the line. Nah, exactly. quality over quantity, always quality that's over it. quantity. Yeah. But yeah, I still celebrate when when I hit those those little milestones. It's good. It's nice to see that things are progressing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to not talk about the same guy again and again. There's this doctor, right? Doctor Andrew Huberman. He says this. Mm -hmm. He's doing this entire research on dopamine reward systems. And uh, what he said is. Uh, you need to anchor your motivation to positive reward systems and non-external reward systems, right? So mm. when you look at something like uh, word count and get happy, I think that is a positive non-external reward system because uh, you are literally seeing the work you've done. You're looking at a number and going, yes. I yep. got this, right? It is not you mm -hmm. relying on Vinati telling you that your book is good. You are relying yeah. on your own work to kind of yeah. feel good about it. So and yeah. I think I think this is also why I don't write in order because I write when the moment takes me and the part of the book really comes into, you know, like my heart and mind. Um and that is what also helps with actually getting the words out is me not being really rigid in the order that I write in and because concepts and themes and things come to mind randomly um and then I write it and then I'm like oh and this this ties into this part and this has brought this to life more and you know you can see everything starting to unfold and take shape and everything and like like I said yesterday when I was um, describing, when I was writing about how 2019 me um, physically saw, you know, could see um, the the individual bonds and the group bonds and that basically this image formed um, of this tree, um, a multicolored tree well a tree with multicolored vines basically of all the bonds and yeah and it just yeah it just fires everything up and just it makes it much more fun for me um to write when the inspiration takes and I feel like then I get better flow because there's no like right I need to write something so just write something and yeah I think it just comes back to the whole having been my own editor and realizing when I go through my manuscript of, oh, I must have been really bored there or I was trying to hit hit a words count target kind of thing. And it's like, I know, right? and now it's gone. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you, just you could literally see it. I was very angry when I was typing this. I was upset when I was typing this. You could see it like the use of, uh, uh, vocabulary kind of cues you in 
about the mental uh, state of their so okay <laughs> there was uh, something i was reading which made me laugh out loud a lot because how angry do you have to be to come up with this okay the right. uh, the i'm not going to say the japanese i'll just translate what it said this go hit your head on the corner of a tofu and die <laughs> I need to use that. I need to like file that away for um, another day. I'll, I'll, I'll I will never forget this because as I said, sometimes when people insult me, I remember the insult how creative it was. Because if you put creativity into insulting someone, kudos. Like you are not using standard common everyday bad words or gali. You are you are putting thought into your hatred and your anger and you are like yeah. <laughs> make it remember like hit your head on the corner of a tofu and die tofu something so soft so by the way India has one of these okay we say chulu bhar pani mein doob jao the translation is do this fill it with water. I'm drowning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so creative. See, oh. this is it. When you when you tap into your emotions, even if you know what? Sequence, Do you know what? You will come up with gold like this. There is another book here, Creative Insults. Yes. It has to be written. It yeah, it can be like a the anger uh, book special. <laughs> the anger book, no, the 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 book of Schadenfreude, uh, where uh, we derive specific pleasure from uh, cursing people very creatively, being like, yes, it landed, it hit, so now I'm happy. <laughs> so yeah. Tap into emotions. Tap into your passion. Yeah. No matter how, uh, no matter how, how weird and how happy that it seems to you, trust me, people will relate to that stuff the most mm. because uh, creative concepts. Uh, I, nothing could, uh, I think, explain that phenomena better than that Mark Manson book, the subtle art of not giving a duck with an egg. So, uh, yeah, and I he basically think it's, says it's the most generic things, but he just uses the F word and it's like, oh my God, this is revolutionary. So yeah. tap into your... Just add F on the end. And the, yeah, you're sorted. But yeah, yeah another thing about tapping into the emotion. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's not just about how much easier it makes the writing process and getting the writing actually done. But it's so important when it comes to your reading audience, because if they like they need to identify with emotions and uh, human experiences. And, you know, you have to have something to to pull the reader in for them to want to carry on reading the book and to finish it. And that is where the best writing comes from, is where people can personally relate in some kind of way 
you don't have to be speaking to them completely fully on every level but you have to hook the reader in via emotion in some respect i think exactly yeah i might Definitely. be wrong no i i think you are right yeah. uh, and uh, there you go that's the insert i typed it for you guys in case you don't believe me <laughs> i love how it says butt suck <laughs> <laughs> it's not a butt. Sorry. I know, boo, I know. I'm just. Boo, I, su, ke, te. I figured that but it yeah, wouldn't be pronounced we, we the same, but literally I'm just like, butt suck. <laughs> okay, I didn't see butt suck. I, saw, I just saw butts. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Let's keep yeah. this professional. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure uh, creative insights could be something that uh, people yeah. could uh, help us with. So yeah, we could create like a, a collaborative post where it could be be as cre creative as you want to be in attempting to insult people. You know, live your fantasies and insult fictional characters that don't exist by thinking about actual very real people so see this is it this is it you you have to find some emotion uh in whatever it is that you've come up with like uh have you have you guys heard yuval noah harari talk about history or have you heard uh god Saad talk about uh the human mind or the human body right these are very non-fiction very technical very researchy topics but the passion with which these people talk about it, global audience loves them. Global audience knows them. People buy their books the moment they hit the bookshelves. Right? So it's about, I think it's about, as yeah. Mel says, it's about passion. Have passion and uh, uh, find a way to communicate your passion. That's it. Mm -hmm. And if you can collect the tears of your readers like Shailani does, You've hit, you've yeah. hit the ultimate. Collect them. <laughs> Collect them and use them. Bathe in them. Water your money plants. Keep your, keep your youthful presence. Bathe in the tears nice. of your readers. Yes. Uh, keep the tears of your readers to shine like that uh, vampire from Twilight. <laughs> the moment sunlight hits it. <laughs> <clears throat> trying to reach immortality uh, through the tears of your readers yeah i get it i mean definitely right because uh, why do people uh, uh, they I, i've heard some uh, very passionate uh, book discussions uh, go the, the epitome of love and all of that and literally in the first uh, first act of romeo and juliet Romeo is confessing his undying love to some other girl. And then he sees Juliet and now it's Juliet. And I'm like, nah. how did these two become the symbol of eternal love? But they did because yeah. of the passion that was, uh, oh. uh, you know, put into yeah. the work. That's it. And that, that, and that reminds me of, of our book. Shakespeare. Fanfic. Yeah, our book. <laughs> Yeah, about trashing all the greatest love stories. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. 
I think it's 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 PR campaigns, right? Built around these books. If you look, like, this is very controversial, hot take on my part. But if you look at Romeo and Juliet, it reads like satire. He's literally mocking everything about romanticism, the genre. Like guy looks yeah. at girl, falls in love, forget the forgets the first girl he looked at, yeah. fell in love, and then assumes it is dead and consumes poison, like. That looks a lot like satire when you sit back and think about it. But yeah, uh, because of how the yeah. thing is framed and how it is perceived, and actually, the it's a play, right? It's not a book. So how the actors kind of uh, portrayed it, like uh, there's a yeah. an entire BBC series where actors uh, like Alan Rickman are uh, playing characters of Shakespearean plays. So when you see something like that acted out, you can't help yourself but turn into like puddles of tears when uh, you know it's dying and stuff like that. So <laughs> yeah, hmm. find a way to uh, communicate the passion in your book. It could be audio books, it could be vocabulary, yeah. it could be whatever illustration. Just make it is it actually interesting. I'm using myself. Um, I've decided to use myself as um, as the the ultimate test as to whether I tap whether I'm going to be able to tap into into readers' um, emotions and stuff um, in a significant way because my whole thing with not crying and how much it takes to break me. Um, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see if I can make myself cry while I'm writing <laughs> then I'll be like yes I made it tears yeah then so, you can yeah. collect your tear in a slide my own tears yeah. <laughs> oh yeah in a little vial like proof yeah proof. and then like Belle Delphine who sells her bath water you can sell your tears oh okay. Brilliant. I love it. So many business <laughs> models. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. So anyway, do we have any questions about writing, so to speak? If there are, uh, feel free to ask away, you know? Just putting there, putting that there. Coming to uh, discussing the title of your book. Does anyone have any suggestions about what to title Mel's book, which is about going back in time to 2019 and uh, sort of uh, reliving 2020, so to speak? What would you change? Would you change anything? Would you, whatever, right? Up to you, how you want to imagine it. But if you were to write a book like that, how would you title it? If anyone has any suggestions, you know, put those in the comments. Mm. There's a very weird yeah. song, by the way. I hope I think you've heard it probably. Year three thousand. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that busted so or something. You could. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think busted. Uh, or I, I remember that song from Jonas Brothers, but I think. Uh, the original song was written by someone else. 
Oh, okay. So, I don't know. Anyway. So, like, these days, there's this thing, right? People do covers of mm. songs, so everyone can make money. So, yeah. yeah uh, this would probably be bad, but in reverse, right? If we go year 2019, and uh, if we were to break the concept down, I think... Uh, the experience would be visceral, right? Knowing what we know about 2020 and mm. yet having to relive that. So, ooh, yeah. we have a great suggestion here. Okay. Dialogue with my future. <laughs> Dialogue with my future. Okay. Yeah. Dialogue with my future. I'll let that Interview one marinate. With my future. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I I have this feeling that I might not actually end up knowing the um, the definite title until twenty twenty is over. Yeah, yeah, because it's like it, there's the still so, yeah, there's so much still to come, um, and um, and 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 whatever happens in this last part of the year is going to impact on the book so massively that yeah i don't know i don't know how how it actually ends i have been writing parts of the ending um but yeah i don't think the full picture is in view because it's still november um and as miri no, said I what could possibly it. happen in that time okay go on Corona mutates. That could happen. Say that again. So, that corona mutates. That could happen. The title. That is not the title. That. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. What? Uh, yeah. Oh, that. Uh, oh my God, Benati. That. Hmm. What you just said there. You have literally just spoken about something that I was writing about to do with me and you in the book yesterday Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. yeah yeah see actually uh, I, I'm butchering your name I apologize I'm very bad at names he ha he actually has a point which is uh, India has this thing okay we have vision 2020 so we have had a lot of Indian politicians and thought leaders from the past who have projected 2020, uh, who had projected 2020 as the date when we escape level, uh, okay, uh, there are four levels basically. Uh, we were at level three when we began and we were set to come to level two, which is very close to a developed country uh, uh, by 2020. And well, COVID has happened in 2020. Yeah, so, wow. To India, 2020 actually has a very significant meaning because like, uh, yeah. just like cultists wait for the world to end in a particular yeah. date. Mm -hmm. uh, for Indians, we have been waiting for 2020 mm -hmm. for a long time because a lot of promises that were made to us. Uh, yeah, exactly. Revolution 2020, vision 2020, uh, thoughts yeah. of 2020, like literally everyone had 2020 vision. Uh, and uh, the day, uh, the year to be 2020, and then like in 2020, yeah. 
We are stuck in our homes, and our prime minister asks us to make uh, band plates. <laughs> so, do you know what? It is. I'll send you. I'll send you the video. It is really funny though, like this whole 2020 thing, because since I was a child, I knew that 2020 was going to be this massively significant year, but didn't know like the context of it, um, but just knew that that was the big year. And of course, naively, I was like, yeah, yeah, that's going to be like the best year of my life. And in many ways it has been. It really has been the best year of my life, but um, it didn't really factor in like, you know, global pandemic and um, all the other shit that's happened as well. <laughs> yeah, it's had a significant meaning for me for my entire life. So I think the fact that I'm now writing a book that um, details that year is gonna is something meaningful for me, even though it won't be released in 2020 be 2021 but um but did two books with you and well we've got a third one still needing to be edited and stuff but um yeah mm. super productive this year with writing yeah and, so and co collaborating for, for your book for yeah. your book the title it could be 2019 get more out of the now Or it could literally just be called Fuck 2020. <laughs> Go for it. Because that is it. Like, they, uh, That's what John Oliver did, right? He blew up 2020 on his last episode uh, for this season for last week tonight. And it felt so good watching 2020 yeah. explode on camera. Yeah. Yeah. It was oh, amazing. wow. Cool. Nice. Okay, I'll uh, take note of that. Parthiban. I hope I got that right this time. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, he's right. Expectations didn't meet actions. And actually, expectations yeah. didn't meet actions applies to literally everything in life. Everything in life. Writing yeah, books, yeah. politics, degree, research etc etc we expect so many things uh, we get excited and then we don't follow through yeah and uh, we find excuses all sorts of them uh, <laughs> we do the blame game and, and then it, things get murky so yeah yeah another shared common human experience mm -hmm. yeah i think that's what it comes back down to as well isn't it like if you think back to um, Shark Week and Infinite Shades of Love, the you know the books that, that we have collaborated on together, they're all about things that connect every human being together on this planet. And I think that goes back into the writing side of things as well. It's like you have to tap into you know the the things that um, <clears throat> join us together rather than separate us and um make us feel like you know we're you know we're different to other people or whatever when ultimately the human experience however it plays out in whatever ways what how, however much money you have um 
whatever culture you're in, it all comes back to the the same undertones of human experience, doesn't it? Just manifests in different ways in different areas of the world. So yeah, speak to the common themes unless you're going for a very specific target audience and yeah. Twenty twenty fucked it's better. <laughs> So see, it, it it will definitely go go for it, like fuck twenty twenty or twenty twenty fucked or basically yeah, one form of an word in the title is a bit grabby, isn't it? Like draws people's attention. It's not yeah, like uh, you, you need just, a good title uh, as Mark as Mark Manson did. He put a bullet hole right uh, in the graphic design for the you of the fuck. So you could mm. do something like that, make it look as if you haven't spent the entire world and sensors are happy. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds like a plan. So, yes. That will be fun. Um, finally having a title at some point. Because even, even if it isn't the definite one, I do always have a title and I do have a title for this but it's absolutely no like it's one word and that word is not going to be in the title I know that for certain it was just at that point in time when I was trying to start mapping everything out that was when I was like right I need to like this, this document needs a title and yeah but it's just like it's just the brain niggles it's the annoying thing for me like if I have a title then it's like right I can write now. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, see, this is, hold on, hold on. I'll show it to you. This is what you need to do for this, uh, for the design of this book. Hold on, hold on. Uh, there you go. Something like this. Can you see it? Hold on. It's no! It's yes! Oh, my God. That, that looks so satisfying. That looks so satisfying. Mm. And this is what he said when he blew it. <laughs> so basically, this is it. This is it. This is what you don't even need to title it. Just do something like this. 2020. Yeah. Name. Zero <laughs> and uh, exactly. You could do something like that, you know. I love that. That's beautiful. <laughs> And it was so therapeutic to watch that. Like, mm, uh, I can imagine. You know, burning uh, this, yeah, bu burning something very vicious yeah. you put about yourself or whatever. That seems yeah. uh, therapeutic for some reason. Like, burning it kind of fixes all the problems. Uh, yeah. Just, just like that, watching 2020 kind of good. Yeah. yeah. As, if, as if Corona and all the problems associated to it will disappear. Yeah. 2021. Oh, I know. Oh, like do you know what? That, that's why I created that meme. That, that's why I created that meme um, a week or few back about 2020. This this is the worst year of my life, 2021, so far. Because it, it just hit me. I was like, so the heck? We're nearly at the end of 2020 and there's like literally no sign of this shit letting up in a lot of ways yes there are in some ways but this is a much longer haul than i expected 
naively. It's just the brain's way of coping, isn't it? It's going, oh, it'll be, it'll, it'll be over by this month. And then, oh, I can extend it a bit further. And now I'm just like, 2022, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. Coping mechanisms, lower, lower your expectations. So then you can be pleasantly surprised, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Survival. Ooh, I can go out today. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. It's nuts, it's nuts. That's that's very true. Yes. That's so, do you have anything extra to add? I don't think so. Not right now. Not today. Maybe another day. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Same. And we don't seem to have any more questions as well. So okay. I suppose we'll live round the live up yeah sounds good okay okay, okay. well it's been lovely so thank you so much for joining me today Mel. yeah and thank Same. you to everyone who joined thank you exactly thank you to everyone who joined and uh, basically look out for mel cyril's uh, books that are coming out look out for medium <laughs> yeah i I'm having a severe uh, Gujarati mouth right now because it's like okay. I thought you were having stomach. some premonitions there that was going to knock another one out. <laughs> no, 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 no. Look, no, look out for Miri's book. Look out for Jeff's book. Yeah. Look out for Mel's book. Look out for your book. And uh, all the books. I'm looking for publishers first. I'm done with yeah. publishing. True. We're going traditional. So that's going to take a while. So yeah. I hope you could look out for my book. But yeah, there, there, there's a long time before that happens. So anyway, uh, thank you so much for joining us, people. Uh, see you soon uh, with uh, Mitali Raval, uh, where uh, we'll, on that live, we'll be talking about reading and writing and writing using emotions. Mitali is spectacular at that. She does those Instagram captions, big ones, and yeah. uh, you will be compelled to reply. So she does it well. Oh, like a nice. You have sister. to tag me and so, show me. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'll tag you and show you for sure. Awesome. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining us. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye.